Hey guys. Hey, it's Christina here. And Candace. It's episode nine of Wine and Takeout. Woo-hoo. That's what's up. Yes, number nine. Number nine. Yes. That's a good number. It's been a long journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But let's get into it, shall we? Yes, we have a lot to cover this week. But most importantly, how about LeBron Ethan James. Oh, yeah. We're going to start with the big one. Yes. Like, this man is putting his money where his mouth is. Let's talk about how LeBron James is just incredible. Like, he has been targeted by so many racist mm. people who happen to be Trump supporters. Not trying to equate the two, but I'm just saying, right? Um. Okay. Who said that he need not kneel. He need not stand up for rights for black men. Okay, and he just needs to dribble and shut up. Isn't that terrible? But I mean, that's just how this whole like professional basketball, baseball, hockey, any particular field where they're paying you millions of dollars to pretty much be their jockey mm-hmm. expect you to be- to behave, and it's just not right. Right? You know, I mean, Michael Jordan did it for so long. Ooh, did I say that? <laughs> I sure did. I mean, LeBron, I ain't going to lie to you guys. I was never really a fan of his. He seemed cocky, arrogant, but he had every reason to be cocky and arrogant. I mean, we're like almost the same age, and he has millions of dollars. He's with his wife, girlfriend, has the kids, and he has taken his talents to several places just to chase that ring, and we spoke about that before. Right. So LeBron now has opened up a school, the I Promise School, and it's for it has free tuition, free uniforms, free bicycle and helmets, free transportation within two miles of the school, free breakfast, lunch, and snacks. Um, the parents actually get a chance to have their get their GED, job placement services. And I must say, I'll highlight that part of it because a lot of these parents, you know, they either had kids young and weren't able to finish their own education. So I really applaud LeBron for even tackling that issue that. You know, the parents need an education still while putting their children through education, their education, I should say. And then to top it off, it's a guaranteed tuition into the University of Akron for every student who graduates. Yes. So the city of Cleveland, mm-hmm. very, very proud day for them when this announcement came out. So right. his Instagram account has almost three million likes and counting because of this announcement, because yeah. it's amazing. Yeah, that one post. I mean... This man is incredible. This man is just showing that you can be an athlete and still care about things that affect the world. And he's putting his money where his mouth is. And he's just like, look, I'm I'm about it. I, I don't talk. I show you action. And all those bitter Fox News watchers sitting at home, they have nothing to say. Mm. There's nothing you can say about this man. Like, he is exemplifying what it means to be great. But I bet you those same people are going to say, oh, oh, LeBron is opening up a school in his hometown, but let's see how these kids actually perform. And you know they're going to be all over, like, white on rice and try to blow it up out of proportion, say something negative comes out of things. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're going to be on him. Like, the more right. of a, he's more of a target now more than ever. And that's but I think he can handle it. That's the thing. Yeah, like, he's yeah. been at this for so long and for so many years. And he can handle it. He can handle anything. I'm just so happy that he's living his life his way. He's doing what the hell he wants to do to, to make him and his family happy. And that's all that matters. And he put his time in. And he is not no new money shower. Mm-hmm. And speaking of new money shower. Oh, speaking of new money. Ooh. 
Ooh, <laughs> that was a transition. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, okay, it's the opportunity. Yes, Miss New Money, Miss Cardi B. Oh, gosh. I feel like Cardi B is like taking us on this roller coaster ride. Like every week is up and down, up and down with her. Yeah, I mean, we're with her, we're for <sighs> her, we were there with her when she revealed her bump. We were there for her when she became the first um, co host of the late night show. You know, like she was breaking ground, really gaining momentum with the audiences and the masses and mainstream. Mm-hmm. And then she going to go and do this ghetto nigger <laughs> shit. Oh, oops, That's right. Me. E.R. All right. Um, well, she said it. I mean, yeah, um, I own that one. But Cardi posted a screenshot of her bank statement um, basically to prove everybody that she has money and she was able to afford these new um, cars for her and and offset, whatever kind of car it was, okay? And I'm just like, girl, like, no, no, you do not have to do that. We First of all, we don't want to see it, okay? And I've I've been kind of like preparing for this moment because for so long she kept saying... Oh, I'm a millionaire. I'm a millionaire. Okay, Ooh. sweetie, we get you a million. You're not the only millionaire, though. That's right. Like, please calm it down. Like, you could be a millionaire today and broke tomorrow. Mm. So, I don't understand what point she was trying to prove by posting these bank statements. But we all know now that she has Wells Fargo. Okay? <laughs> and that she likes to go to Waffle House. But, oh, yes. my gosh. It was just too much. And the spa. Like, she didn't even blank <laughs> out the things she purchased prior to spending over five hundred thousand dollars on these vehicles. I mean, that depreciate the moment you step off the lot. And it just shows that number one, she is just so mm-hmm. immature when it comes to finances. Because why are you using the same account for p- purchasing a, a vehicle that expensive in a freaking spa treatment? Like something is wrong. You need an accountant. Something ain't <laughs> right. Something ain't right. I'm like, sorry. Where are her people in her corner? I don't quite understand none of it. Like. I remember back when I was watching um, the whole series of The Real Housewives of Atlanta, by the way. So, you know, remember when NeNe Leakes kept on saying, I am rich, I am rich. And although she had to, at the time, quote, that they were Donald Trump dollars, but mm-hmm. that's neither here nor there. NeNe did not come to one of the reunions with her bank statements. She proved that she was wealthy in her own by doing everything that she has done in her career, you know, as a celebrity on a reality show. You don't have to be showing your bank statements just to prove something to nobody. And guess what? If she wanted to rent those Maseratis for her and her baby daddy, then so the hell what? Y'all could stunt all day long. People do it all the time on social media. Stunt. She didn't have to do that. I feel like Cardi B needs to understand that trolls exist and they aren't going anywhere. And you do not have to make it your life mission to shut everybody down. Like you're focusing on the wrong things. You got a child, like focus on your kid, focus on being a good mom. Like who cares what somebody with four followers has to say about you? Like why? Why do you care so much? Yeah, that was a little bit. It's just annoying because I like her and I want her to win. And it's just like, oh, she's exhausting. Oh, it's making me tired. Like, I'm just I'm I love her. I'm rocking with her because I do like her music. But God, like, oh, I mean, I did ask the question the other day. um, Will Cardi B be around in, let's say, five years? And people are coming to the terms that she won't be. Yeah, I mean, I I feel the same way. I just feel like she needs to hire like a better management teams because I mean, you're just doing too much. You need to realize that you're an artist 
And you need to, your focus should be on the music and performing. All these other like side things going on is just not necessarily necessary. And it just brings down your brand to me. Yeah, I think she needs to take like a social media break. Yes, she definitely needs one. Speaking of social media, Tinder is in the news again for the wrong, wrong, wrong reasons. Yeah, I, you know, I had a Tinder account about maybe like four or five years ago. Did you? And just being on Tinder just creeped me out. It was mm. just the weirdest people coming at me. And I, I just had to shut it down. That was one dating app I could never rock with. Oh. And... I mean, I've always heard Tinder is a place you go to if you just want a DTF. Yeah, pretty And much. I guess everybody on there is under the same mentality. And, you know, there was this, this guy who was um, arrested in California and he admitted that... He is a serial killer. His name He's is, from New York. Yeah, Danwell Drayton. Mm-hmm. He was arrested in California. Um, he was in the middle of probably killing his next victim. She was found raped, bound and gagged in a hotel room. And he was linked to the murder of a woman here in Queens, New York, um, a nurse. She was murdered and, and by, allegedly by this man, although he has admitted that he has been hearing voices in his head telling him to you know, kill these women. And he said, and I quote, I'm a passenger in my own body. He's 27 years old. Now, Candace, Candace, a couple of thoughts here. Mm-hmm. 20s is the years where schizophrenia can develop. Right. That's a known fact. Mm-hmm. There's also the situation of, you know what, boy, you are not quite <laughs> he is African-American, at least he appears to be. He mm-hmm. could be half Hispanic, we're not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, the voices in my head thing, you know, I had no control of it, mental illness. Those lines generally work for the affluent folks who commit these kind of crimes. He's saying seven murders are linked to him alone. Right. I mean, that might be just the voices telling him that it's seven. It might be more than that. It might be more. Mm-hmm. I mean... Women go on these apps looking for whatever they want. And I understand that when his ex-girlfriend spoke out and she barely, you know, escaped his grasp. He like strangled her almost to death before they before he jaunted off to California. Right. I mean, honestly, I think that as women, you know, we're dating in this technology age. Obviously, it's very hard to meet men and we use these apps because it just kind of like gets around all of the, you know, whole finding your man stage or whatever. It's very easy to find exactly what you want. But as women, we need to be a little bit smarter when we do these things. And I'm not coming down hard on those women at all by any means. But seriously, if you know you're meeting somebody, you need to, first of all, go on a few group dates. Mm. If you're meeting a, a perfect stranger from the internet, go on a few group dates so that way you can get used to the person. That way your family and friends can know the person. If something happens to you, they know where to look. They know who it is, who he, what his name is, what he looks like. You cannot just put you know, fate in somebody else's hands because you don't want to do your due diligence in protecting yourself. But these apps are not safe. Mm-hmm. They aren't safe. I'm sorry. You just don't know who you're going to meet. I mean, from what I understand from the ex-girlfriend who was only strangled by this man, he, they dated for like two months. Um, That's he, not a long time. This is true. He seemed like a normal guy. He seemed like he was very educated 
He and two months, you came to all those conclusions. This is what she said in the interview. Has to be short. Well, I okay. mean, yeah. Um, I'm not sure if they like moved in together or anything like that, but she was claiming him. She said that was my boyfriend. We broke up, and I knew he had tendencies that I didn't like. And that's when I told him that we can no longer see each other when he told her that he was going to California for a job. So when he had said to her, according to her, um, so if, when I come back to New York, we going to be together? She was like, no, we're not. And that's when he choked out. Mm-mm. Like, went nuts. Right. But I mean, that same kind of scenario could happen if you met the man at the corner store, too. An app is just... It could. I'm not saying that, but I just think that we put too much trust into these apps, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, We need to just be a little bit more careful and don't give up on the old school way of meeting people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, just go out there and, you know, go to events, meet people through your friends. Like, don't give up completely because I think that so many women, like I have friends who had successful love stories based on an app. It's like, okay, I found my husband on there. Uh-huh. So I'm going to find my husband too or whatever. Your friend found his, whatever. Yeah. Cool. But just still, you still have to be smart. Everybody on that app is not sane. I'm sorry. This is true. I mean, I mean, what does the Bible say? The Bible says a woman shouldn't be looking anyway. Yeah. Some, they're supposed to just sit back, get their lives together, and the man will come and be a and find you. The man will find you. I mean, that's not always the case. But no, no, it's not. I think that, again, you need to protect yourself. You need to screen these men a little bit harder before you go out and meet somebody you met on an app. And calling them your boyfriend. Two months and he was your boyfriend? You need to fill out a better application. Than that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jeez, I know. And I, I, I can imagine that the girl was probably, I, I don't mean to laugh. I know that was kind of harsh, but listen, I can imagine the girl was probably very young and just super immature and just didn't know any better. But yeah, everybody was in their twenties. It seems like I'm not sure of the age range of the seven women he murdered though. Allegedly. It's crazy. How can you be a serial killer at such an young age I mean he's, I mean, he's saying it was the, the mental illness well he didn't call it mental illness it sounds like mental illness if yeah, he, he said he had voices, voices in his head those are usually the telltale signs of mental illness you're hearing voices that's schizophrenia right so either right. way um, um I hope that this is a teachable moment for other women who are looking for love just be a little bit more careful and you know, just just protect yourselves and be safe. Exactly. Be safe. Yeah. Um, yeah. But next topic. <laughs> Oddly. Yes. The next thing we want to talk about is Miss Clapback Queen. Kim oh, Kardashian. really? Are we calling her Clapback Queen? Yes. She wants that title so bad. Does she? Okay. Oh. Her man then put the battery in her back. She feel like she can drag. So let's give her her spotlight. Okay. Right good. Um. So Kim Kardashian the other day was spotted wearing this velvet um in the summertime yes velvet high-waisted pedal pusher type of outfit with this crazy looking top i don't know (laughs) i I can't really i don't even know what the look is shoulder cut outside top it was very jumpsuit is it a jumpsuit i don't know it was very interesting oh and this is fashion y'all one thing we all noticed is that one hip kind of stuck out more than the other hip and it just looked kind of weird. The left hip so, or the right hip? The left hip. Mm. The left hip. If you guys can go and Google that image. Mm. So, like most people were doing, commenting on the outfit and how she looked in it, Tyson Beckford, the male model, he commented as Who? well. Tyson. 
the nineties heartthrob chocolate Tyson Beckford. Oh, okay, I, I, all right. So <laughs> he says, "Sorry, I don't care for it personally." Then he came back and said, "She is not real." Doctor effed up on her right hip. That's not like two different people and he talking, put, don't it? And he put like this green emoji like he's going to throw up. Oh, no. So, you know, Kim Kardashian, we all were commenting, but of course she clapped back at him specifically. Mm. And she said, sis, we all know why you don't care for it. T, um, frog face, frog face and the nail emoji. Okay. <laughs> so she's throwing shade. And she's throwing homophobic shade, mm. you know. And I'm just like, okay, girl. So you're trying to say that he's gay. And you're calling him cis. And I'm just like, okay, like, why would you go there? Why would you drag him in such a way that's going to offend, you know, the LGBT community? Because they had nothing to do with it. And what are you trying to say? Are you trying to say there's something wrong with him maybe being gay? Is that a problem that mm-hmm. he, he might be gay or whatever that you think he might be gay? Is being gay wrong? Is there a problem there? That's what I want to know. Because in the midst of your dragging, you're actually causing harm, you know, by putting out this this message that there's something wrong with being gay. So what really is it? What is the real tea, sis? I mean... This don't even sound like Kim Kardashian actually orchestrated this. Oh, we know somebody thing. grabbed her phone and did it. Yeah. It was probably one of the, the twins. One of them. Or somebody maybe black her bipolar husband. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> come on. This don't even, this is, don't even fit to her agenda. Her brand, right? And I just, I'm just like, oh, God, Kim, like, please just stop it. Like, first of all, the surgery is quite botched we can all see that <laughs> like i was on facebook and somebody said she had a defective hit and i'm just like oh my god wow. yes i mean i feel like kim is constantly putting herself out there and it's like sis you yourself need to make sure your body parts match you know like you can't have this big old ass little skinny legs it just doesn't match. So we're and you're wearing these skin tight clothes so we can see everything. Yeah. So again, if you wanna put yourself out there on that type of platform, you know, make sure you put together first. Because okay. people are gonna comment and people are gonna say stuff. It does look a little odd. Like I'm looking at this, it just doesn't seem to sit well. Like you're supposed to be curvy as a woman, or maybe if you're not curvy as a woman, that's what it is. That's just how you were born. You were born that way. But gosh, Kim, like I don't get it. I mean, and there was so this this was all captured on the shade room. There were so many people who kind of chimed in and had their opinions, but she went directly at him, and it's just like, wow, like why, mm. why with the low blows? It just it's just a bit much for me, and I have a love hate relationship with Kim. I just I just go back and forth with her. Um, so. That's where that ended. Well, she just makes me think about the real women who are built the right way naturally. And that's who she literally tried to emulate. And I was thinking about um, J-Lo today because A-Rod was on um, one of the morning talk shows. And I was just looking at this man and how he spoke so highly of Jennifer Lopez. And because of her derriere, it made it acceptable to have a big booty on screen. Mm. She's the one that really paved the way. Or maybe... mm, 
I don't want to say she was the one. Oh, no. She didn't pave the way, no. but she made her own way. Yeah. That I will give her credit for. Back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And this little heifer over here made white <laughs> people feel like it's okay to go and get butt injections and look like us. And now it's an okay thing. It and just looks I, so just weird. Looks I want Kim to be natural. I just want what her to be herself. And you know what? I'm not against plastic surgery. Like, if you want to get it, good. But just make it look normal. But the top, I'm looking at the top a little bit closer, and it's like a a bodysuit, but it's a bathing suit, but it's over the the velvet pant. It's just it's a weird outfit, and mm. I don't know. Maybe it's with Kanye's new line, and it could be. I just I can't get with it. It so, just looks yeah. weird, and I don't know what's up with her. Sometimes I look at her, and I'm just like, okay, Kim, I don't know what direction we are going in, but sis, mm. it looks kind of weird. Well, <laughs> speaking of black women and all, all of our beauty. Yes, honey. Yes. It's about to be explosive. Yes, the September issues are coming out. And when I was a huge like magazine junkie, I used to have them all stacked out. And I'm just really excited for the coverage. Mm. You know, like Rihanna... She is covering um, British Vogue. She's on the September issue. She has a very retro throwback look. And I believe that she is the first black woman to ever cover the September issue for British Vogue. And it's a hundred year history. It's just insane. And she just looks very like editorial. She has these really skinny eyebrows, which I would never rock, but more power to her and them. Mm -hmm. And she's giving us, you know, these throwback 90s, you know, she has these bright orange gloves and this floral overlay and she just she's fierce yeah you know it's rihanna she can do no wrong even even though the eyebrows look totally crazy it's rihanna yeah i mean i just do not want to see this look come back (laughs) skinny penciled in eyebrows it's like they shave the hair off their face and then they draw them in like the first generation of people getting their eyebrows tattooed that's what it looks like. And I just don't want, well, I don't want that to come back. But I love Rihanna's look nonetheless. She can do it and grow her eyebrows back and we'll all be here for it in the end. Yes. Who else we got? Um, Tracy Ellis Ross. Another one. Which is a fave. Oh. Um, she is on the cover of Elle Canada. And it's just a gorgeous cover that just just encapsulates her spirit. She's very bubbly and fun and she's rocking this bright orange lip and this nice, you know, tomato-hued sweater and it's like fall and she just looks amazing. Um, The whole spread was just really cool. It was very edgy and editorial and um, it's just really good. Like on one picture, she's wearing this green ensemble She's rocking her fro in another and, you know, she doesn't do the fro that often. So when she does it, you know, she's killing it and it's just, it's just really cool. And I'm just happy that Tracy Ellis Ross is getting the shine she deserves because she's amazing. I've always loved Joan from Girlfriends, even when she was on that hip hop show back in the nineties where it was like a. Freestyle the sketch, rap. the sketch yeah, show. Yeah, the, I forget the name of the, not the lyric lounge. Yes, that's oh, what it was. It lounge. came right to you. Look There's at you. Mm. Must the cabbage real quick. Yes, I always loved and enjoyed her, and it was you know what it was because 
And you don't see a lot. Back in the days, you barely could see any of us on the screen, let alone one of us with an afro. It was like, who is this lady? Mm-hmm. And then to learn she was Diana Ross's daughter. And then she just, she has her own existence. And I love, love, love that she is on the cover of a magazine. Well done. Who else we got? Yes. Um, well, we don't have too many other like physical covers that we can look at, mm. but we do have some tea. Mm. And it's that Beyonce is going to be on the cover of Vogue, or she she's going to be editing the issue, the September issue, which is huge. Yes. Okay, so we already know how thick the freaking um, September issue is going to be. And it's she actually hired a black photographer to shoot the cover. Amazing. And his name is Tyler Mitchell. He's 23 years old. And this he's going to be the first black photographer to ever shoot a September issue for Vogue. That just is, Which is, what? in 126 years, he is the first one. He's 23 years old. Does this make any sense that in 2018 we have two firsts in one conversation? <laughs> right? Like, what? It's crazy. And... I mean, we all know Beyonce is super creative. We already saw what she did at Coachella. And Mm -hmm. I know this is going to be, like, legendary. It's going to be life-changing. It might breathe life into the whole print industry as a whole because Beyonce just has that effect. And I just cannot wait to get it. I mean, stand by for the haters to talk about, uh, look at Beyonce trying to jump up in the journalism world again. Remember that whole debacle back mm-hmm. in 2011? I think NYADJ gave her an award for right. her, her editorial back then. So, I mean, hey, mm-hmm. you know. Well, according Beyonce. to the Huffington Post, um, their source says that this whole decision by Anna Wintour, Vogue's editor-in-chief, has been unprecedented Mm. and they said quote the publication is contractually obligated to give Beyonce full control over the cover the photos of her inside the magazine and the captions which she has written herself in our in long form Mm. according to two sources who are familiar with the agreement between Vogue and Beyonce but aren't authorized to speak to the press so this is going to be huge and I mean this 23 year old Beyonce, Beyonce is always like pulling some kind of trick out of her hat. I've never heard of this kid. I've never, I don't know anything about him, but he's obviously very well known in the fashion world. They said that he has shot for Team Vogue, The Fader, all of these, you know, Givenchy and Marc Jacobs and all of these amazing things. So, I, I mean, at 23 years old and he's that accomplished, it's just crazy. So, yeah, I'm excited. I, so, I'm so excited for this kid to get his break even further through. Because now he may have had his um, byline in those type of publications, but now you're being quoted next to Bay. Like, really? Mm-hmm. He about to be on. Go ahead, 23-year-old Mr. Mitchell. Right, right. Yes. Well, um, to wrap it up, mm. today is National Girlfriend's Day. Aww. Okay, today is supposed to be the day where you celebrate your friends, you celebrate your womanhood. And Christina, I just want to know, what do you love about, you know, your friends? What do you love about being a friend to people? And how do you work hard at being a good friend? Well, I, as my friends like to call me, I'm the glue. I'm the glue in all of my circle of friends. And with those circles of friends, they are all so versatile that I can have them all in one room and there won't be no beef with like, ew, who's that and why is she here kind of thing. Like, I feel like I 
gravitate towards people who have great energies and are positive and they have something to bring to the table no matter what kind of field and they're in and they are funny they're beautiful they're smart and I love to just keep in touch with people, K-I-T. And that's my strength when it comes to being a friend. I always want to make sure everybody's all right. How you doing? What's going on? You need support in something? I'm going to come to the event. You're doing a fundraiser. Here's $30. You know, like I feel like I bring support to the table when it comes to being a friend. And I pride myself on it. And it's not something that I would say, oh, I marketed my calendar. Oh, support Candace on Tuesday. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, it comes organically for me. If I call I call you or I get a text from you or I see something going on on social media and I reach out and you say what's going on and I'm receptive of it and I if I can lend myself to you in that particular capacity, I do it. Right. So I feel like that's how I bring you know myself to the table as a friend. And I just love my girlfriends. I love my guy friends too. I have a good group of guy friends too. They are hilarious. I like their wives. I like their girlfriends. And the guys that I have that have girlfriends who don't like me, guess what? The girlfriend <laughs> don't be there much longer. Guess what? How you don't like Christina? What's wrong with you? Right. I'm an everyday you know, person. I'm down to earth. I'm here with Candace without no makeup on. <laughs> you know, it's just one of those things. Like, I let my hair down even though it's froed up today. And I'm just, I'm chilling. I'm regular. Right. Yeah. Um, I would say, for me, Mm -hmm. I'm like a huge cheerleader. Like, I want all my friends to win, and I know a part of winning requires support, and we don't always get support, and I'm like a huge supporter. Mm -hmm. I want everyone to know that they have it in themselves to accomplish whatever it is that they want to do. So I'm going to be that friend that's on the sidelines, that's making you see things a different way. A friend that's telling you that you can do this, you know, no matter how intimidating this task seems, you can kill it, okay? You're not only going to kill it, you're going to show up and you're going to show out. So I'm that friend who's a cheerleader, who's going to give you that pat on the back, who's going to give you that pep talk, who's going to just tell you like it is. I'm just going to be like, look, this is what's really good. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. I'm just going to keep it real with you. And I think that you know, by me being a cheerleader, I, I just want to fill a void for certain people because sometimes you don't have that love and support and we're all grinding. And, you know, I like to put things into perspective for people. I like to just let them know that, look, you're amazing, you know, and I think that the way I continue to do that is to constantly like be involved. You know, I, I feel like I know my place sometimes. I know that sometimes it doesn't require me, but Whenever I fit, if I'm like, look, I'm going to be there for you. I'm going to support you. I'm there. So that is so true. Because let me tell you all something. (laughs) If I'm feeling some kind of way where I'm like, I'm really not sure of this or I don't feel right about something or I feel like I have an idea of something. I usually will call Candace and we will have like a dinner and she will give me like real talk, like snap me out of whatever crazy zone that I didn't even realize I was in. And she pulls me out, and it's great. So I appreciate your friendship for that. Oh, and I appreciate you, girl. Oh, <laughs> we just made our whole segment so mushy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you guys, um, that's the end of this episode. Um, please, please share this episode when you listen to it and you see it on social media. Also, give us a rating yes. in iTunes. Give us five stars. Let people know that, you know, Christina and Candace are just amazing and you love wine and takeout. 
and spread the word you know show some love all right so next time all right later